Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our lovely little podcast about a video game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Jackson. And it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us this week as we review this week's video game, maybe, sort of, in a minute. It's dangerous. Oh, <laughs> you said this week twice. Does that bother you? Did I? Yeah. What did I say? You said, thanks for being here this week to talk about this week's video game. Oh, really? Something gross. Like that. I this hate that. Matter. It's Ms. Little Small Potatoes. Uh, gross. How are you? I'm doing okay. Uh, the world good. is heating up, uh, and I live in Vancouver area where, for some reason, air conditioning doesn't exist. Mm. So I'm uh, a little toasty. Yeah. I'm a little toasty. But I think... Where you are in Ontario, it's even hotter, no? It's very hot here yeah. right now. And I was spending, I spent a lot of time outside today and I was just a oil slick of just mm. sweat. Just wet, 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 wet. I've given up on any kind of body dysmorphia. And the moment I get to the gym, it is just tiny little shorts, socks, and some shoes. I don't care what I, my body looks like. I'm hot. Tarps I'm hot. off. Oh, it's like cotton is the grossest feeling when you're sweaty. And especially if you're moving in it, it's like, mm. Ugh. so I just take it off. I don't even care. Um, but yeah, it's fucking hot here. Yeah. North America is heating up. It's gross. The world was on fire. How's the air quality? Um, I don't think it's as bad today as it's been. Yeah, because Canada was on fire. It, it probably still is. I've not heard anything to suggest it stopped, but yeah. At least the air quality is getting a little better. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I mean, this is so depressing. But um, super but yeah. depressing. My yeah, favorite so- thing about it, and there's a comedic layer to it. So let's lighten the mood a little bit. Is how American newspapers and media in general covered these fires, mm-hmm. and how they were saying Canada's fires pollute America's air quality. And it's like, guys, I don't think it's important to. Do we own the fucking fires? Is that our fires? Also, and... <laughs> their air quality's probably always been a little garbage. Just I don't know bit. if it's our fault. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of yeah. where my mind goes. Yeah. But I just don't really like America. <laughs> don't you do shows in America semi-frequently? Yeah, that doesn't mean I like it there. Right. But you like some of the people? I feel like that's an important distinction. Uh, right? y- uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say yeah. I hate Americans. Uh, some. Sure. I would say like Americana culture okay. in general I don't love. Yesterday was July 4th. What did you do to celebrate? Um, nothing. Nothing. I am. Do you know what I? I don't like cent like American centris- centrism. Is that what it is? I don't know. You tell How me. It's like Americans think that like nothing, like don't know anything else about the world because they're Americans, and the only thing that matters is stuff that happens in the U.S. Sure, that's what bugs me. Yeah, I feel like I, I learned. I remember it's. <laughs> I'm about to quote something I learned in seventh grade. Wow. So take that with a grain of salt. And also, who knew I remembered anything from seventh grade? But I remembered um, the class, the teacher, the textbook, whatever I was learning, they mm-hmm. described mm-hmm. the difference between Canada and the U.S. is immigration happens. People go to America, but then they're 
not forced to, I'm not going to say they're bullied to, but they take on America's culture. That becomes mm-hmm. their culture. They lose their home identity. They are American. They become American. That's their culture. Whereas in bald, Canada, as a bald eagle flies by just ah! and it <laughs> drops Kentucky fried chicken legs on you. My and pronouns are USA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then Canada, they described as a mixed salad. Mm. Not a a toss salad, although pretty much the same in that, like, you know, people come in from wherever and they maintain their culture and there's like a whole slew of diversity as a result. So Mm. it can be um, it's different worlds in some capacities. So um, that can be very jarring for people. So funny when like Canadians try to take on that, like Americana culture and that Americana feeling for Canada. Mm. And they're just like, yeah, Canada. And you're just like, I mean, Canada like what yeah I don't know what you're so excited about well so like I'll say that I probably fell into that pretty substantially for uh most of my 20s but that I mean you're a you're a white straight white guy like it's but I'll say it wasn't aggressive I was just like very (laughs) happy that I was from Canada proud to be Canadian a lot of that was I wasn't even in Canada like I was traveling I missed home it was Mm -hmm. A foundation for me it was comfortable mm-hmm. for me i think the way that i envisioned canada and loved canada was definitely with blinders on to my very specific circumstance but i was gone from canada but by the time i was 20 so yeah it was just get to it see was the a, real world here it was like a homesickness kind yeah of thing. yeah and that's then sweet. being home in the last mm-hmm. three years since the pandemic um Every year, Canada Day gets more and more difficult to celebrate in any way. So Yeah, we didn't celebrate it at all this year. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. And flannel, Canada is the brand here. Like, that's kind of what we're built around. Like, people raid in and they're like, I get the feeling you're Canadian. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, I was very honest with the community and, and everybody else. And it was just like, like it's tough to I I don't feel right celebrating Canada. I hope you guys have a good long weekend. I hope everyone smiles today. But let's just pretend it's not Canada Day. <laughs> so uncomfortable. It Imagine. Is. It's just like it's like celebrating genocide. Mm-hmm. Should we start our own country? Because the longer a country exists, the more dirty laundry it has. And oh. I think a lot of people that are super stoked to celebrate choose to ignore those things. And hey, if you want to find the positives in something and turn a blind eye to some things, I understand that. Do I align with that? No, but I understand that. But if we start a fresh country, a brand new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get like a bunch of mud in the middle of the water mm-hmm. and like build, build out. It up build it up yeah it's mm-hmm. not because we're not we don't want to take anybody else's no 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 No, we're not trying to colonize nope we'll, we'll just make a brand new one yeah be like look we can look at this s- swim down there and poke a volcano underwater volcano yeah, till yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. creates a new uh, landmass for us oh my god speaking of that have you ever mm-hmm. seen lava the pixar short the short yeah i saw it at the worst possible time in my life but it is adorable it's still on my phone. It's one of my most it's listened so to. Cute. It's got that it's song. So good. Can you sing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, a long, long time ago, mm. there was a volcano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Vocalist. That was cute. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
but yeah, other than that, uh, that was that was our deep Canada Day talk. That I don't know yeah. how we got there, but we did. Um, other than uh, that, you're good. I hope there was some levity there. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, I've got probably. a I've got a some time off coming up, which I'm excited mm. for. That being mm. said, my go getter attitude and my inability to do nothing and relax and recover in any way, I'm like cool. I have this time off. How many hours can I stream? How much content <laughs> can I create? Instead of being like, I need to lay the fuck down for three days. Oh, uh, yeah. But I'll hopefully find some balance there. Maybe I'll go see my therapist in that time. That would be rad. Ooh, that sounds fun. Treat yourself to therapy. That's how I approach life. I should find a new therapist. Why? Mm. Oh, you did tell me why, actually. But you didn't yeah. tell them why. Mine lives four and a half hours away, and it's really hard to get an appointment with her, especially because, like, I can only get it when I'm in Windsor, and then sometimes I message her. I'm like, hey, I'm in Windsor. Can we have a chat? And she's just like, ooh, and I'm like, ooh, so I just don't. Yeah, but I should probably find a new one. I got one, and she, like, she, like, really held on to this idea that I had an eating disorder, Mm. and I was like, I mean... I need to fix my relationship with food, but I don't have an eating disorder. Like, what are we doing here? Like, sure. you know, so I don't know. She was strange and she was really obsessed about the bees in her office. And I would have to like therapize her about it. I, it was a lot. I didn't like her at all. But speaking of liking and not liking things. Okay. Where are we going? Should we talk about this week's video game? We can talk about this week's video game. Yeah. I just finished it literally less than 24 hours ago. Today, we will be discussing the indie cutie hit tunic. Do you want to hear about it first? I do. Okay. It's been on my list, so I'm excited. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's talk. Tunic is a 2022 action and adventure game developed by Isometricore Games and published by Finji. It is set in a ruined fantasy world where the player controls an anthropomorphic fox on a journey to free. I'm not even going to tell you this. I'm not going to tell you that. That's that's too giveaway e. Oh. Uh, the player discovers the gameplay and setting by exploring and finding in-game pages of the manual that offers clues, drawings, and notes. The backstory is obscured. Most text is given in a constructed writing system that the player is not expected to translate. Tunic's isometric perspective hides numerous pathways and secrets. Wikipedia, thank you for that. I'll give that a 6 out of 10 description of this game. That is the first time you've ever said Wikipedia. Did I say Wikipedia this time? Shoot. Yeah. I'm going to cut that. (laughs) I'll cut that in the edit. No, just just ADR it. (laughs) Wikipedia. Um. Okay, so I want to hear your perspective on this, and then I'll probably describe the game a little bit better than I think Wikipedia just did. But you said it's been on your list. What about Mm -hmm. it from what you've seen, not having touched it, what about it appeals to you? I mean, it has, like, everything on paper that I would love. Cute. One, right? It's colorful. Two. It looks like a a story, which I love. Mm Mm-hmm and that and like it's it's not like first person shooter it's a full story the only thing that's pulled me away from it is i don't love that like um league of legends kind of like 
look over them and you see all the level kind of gameplay. Sure. Sure. So that's kind of what's been holding me back. I've been like, uh, because I love stories where I can feel fully immersed in it. And when it's something like that, I feel like God looking down on them and I can't feel like okay. I'm fully in it. Sure. So that's kind of been my only thing that stopped me from downloading it, but it just looks such like a cute little fun game. So yeah. um, that's kind of been my, my impression of it. And that all aligns. I think you, I think you have a great handle on this. Unlike <clears throat> Lies of P that we've talked about, I think you have a bad handle on how you're going to enjoy that game. I think you have a good handle on this one. So, okay, to to provide a little more context for people, Tunic, you play as a little fox, a little mm-hmm. bipedal fox who carries around. You start with a stick and you grow to a sword. It's very it reminiscent, like Zelda. very reminiscent of old school Zelda, where you're kind of uh. moving around a map, exploring, discovering. It doesn't hold your hand very much, um, and there's a lot of pretty basic combat. But I'll say that Tunic does add a layer of difficulty to it. People have started comparing everything to Souls games. If there's pattern recognition, they're like, it's a Souls like. It's not, um, but there is some relatively difficult boss fights that you'll go in because you need pattern recognition. The, that has been true in video games since like the eighties. And I was like, that's normal for video you. Just games. learn that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very cute. It's very bright and colorful. The art direction on it is cartoony esque. It honestly looks like toys. To a certain Mm -hmm. extent, it's adorable. Um, They do fun things, even with the camera, where they have a bokeh and like the specific corners of the view uh, that you're seeing are kind of blurred out to give you shallow focus. It's Mm -hmm. visually incredible. I cannot recommend that side of it enough. I absolutely loved it. So what I found is this game is very much about discovery. Okay. It has, like I said, this beautiful art style, but it has a second set of beautiful art style, which is very unique because you move around this world and you find pages and you are basically constructing a game instruction manual reminiscent mm. of like the the Genesis and Nintendo Entertainment Center era of games where you bought a cartridge, you put it in, and then you had a book that accompanied it that gave you more information about how to play. Oh my God, classic. I could never afford those. Old school. I would go to the corner store and Mm -hmm. like pick them up and read them and then go home and play my game. Like I remember, yeah, those are so cool. Not even like the game guides because those were like massive, like 300 page books with like complete breakdowns. The games themselves would ship with these like in the box. And it was just like, oh, Oh, it tells you the the controls and everything like that. So you're going through it, but most of it's not in English. So there's a lot of discovery in you exploring the physical map and the actual space mm-hmm. and then finding these pages and you'll spend a lot of this game sifting through this book to try to find what you're supposed to do next, your series oh. of objectives. Um, and you're doing this all with context clues because a lot of it's not in English. So there's so much discovery on these two parallels within this game that mm. it's really engaging it's really fulfilling when you 
get kind of stuck on something or dedicate a little bit of time to a puzzle of some mm-hmm. kind only f- to get to the other side of it. Like that sense of discovery and accomplishment is strong here. I really, mm. really enjoyed that aspect of the game. So the the plot you kind of just like slowly discover throughout the entire game. It's not one of those things that you it's given to you at the beginning and you're just like, I'm on a never ending quest to save my girlfriend. Like it's yep. it's you kind of have to discover as you go. A hundred percent. There's no like dialogue mm. scenes. There's no cut scenes. Any dialogue um. exchanged with other characters, which is sparse, especially at the beginning, is in text, but the text is in English. And you're not meant to be able to translate it. You can. That's something I've learned is that oh. you can go through and like character by character translate this entire thing if you want. It would take you a very long time. Okay. Um, but like all of that information is like it is you can find it in English, which I think is super cool as well. This game mm. is super, super, super creative, um, very unique in a lot of ways. And I want to say this was made by like a five to seven person team. Oh, so then, I think it was just this um, this guy, this this Adam guy. He's Andrew, definitely Andrew, Andrew. Sorry, Andrew's definitely like he leads this team. Well, it's it says here in development, Andrew Soul just uh, sorry another Wick of Adia. Andrew Soul just began working on Tunic February 2015 using the working title Secret Legend. Shoulders who had previously made small games for Lunum Dare co- competitions, but never a larger solo work, quit his job at Silverback Productions to make the game without knowing his creative direction. He posts a screenshot of his worst on Twitter and Vine, attracting immediate attention. Mm. So further down, it, it says, him. well, further down, it says he decided early in development that his experience as a programmer was not enough to create all aspects of a commercial game. Mm. He met with a composer and an audio designer who later he hired. Um, he brought on a couple more. I think I literally, so I rolled credits. And I think there was like five names and then like the publishers and they, mm-hmm. they in the credits like thank their community and a lot of the speedrunners by name. Like this was a small passion project for a lot of mm. people, like for this small handful of people. And man, can you feel the love for gaming? Like you can tell they were nostalgic for those Zelda games that you described. They yeah. loved it clearly and they put that all into this project. It was awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. How was the, so you, you mentioned, you know, I'm a music girl. I love mm-hmm. music. How yeah. was the score? Is it good? Music was good. Music was no notable for me. Like mm. as we've discussed our, the difference between the two of us and how we play games is that I I'll play games on mute for some, for some experiences I don't necessarily need that music, but this mm-hmm. stood out in my mind and like, I yeah. kind of uh, hum along to certain songs and like different mm. areas had different music inspirations and that sort of thing it was it was a good soundtrack it was very 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 well very I, th- I think if you especially if you're getting inspired by zelda zelda's soundtrack is like a massive part of the game mm-hmm. right it shows exactly the mood of where you are and the areas that you're in like every time i hear like i'm like oh i'm safe i'm good yeah. you know oh, so i like that that you infer from like the well i mean you know the song specifically but even from like the tempo and feel of those songs you attribute yeah. to specific 
well, dynamics, that's a, that's a not big just thing with Zelda. Is Zelda mm. Zelda's music will change the moment you're sort of in danger or yeah. you're going to be sort of feeling something that's going to be off. They'll start to do a shift in the music and the score. Sure. So if there if that's going to be something that's involved in this game, then you could tell that there's a massive inspiration from Zelda. That's very cool. What's give me the sound for you found a uh, a hidden item in Zelda? It depends. Is it a big item or a small item? It's a chest. That's a good one. We should make a game when we make our gay games. Remember, we discussed making gay games last stream. Making gay games. Yeah. Love playing gay games with you. Chicken's my favorite one. You better believe. So when we make our gay games, you just do all of the music, but you just make mouth sounds. Perfect. <laughs> Put it uh, in the game. Ship it. Yeah, it's gone. So, this game's reliance on combat and puzzles, I think, is a balance that I certainly didn't expect going mm. into it. I expected going in that it would be very combat focused, very you know, find a boss in this area, make sure to take them down, get the item behind them, which honestly is the pattern I'm familiar with from playing Zelda games when I was younger. Mm. There was that. That was definitely part of it. But, Juice, there were so many puzzles. Oh, I love that. They were excellent puzzles. Mm -hmm. They were challenging puzzles. Oh, like Google how to do this puzzle kind of challenging or? I didn't, but I expected to have this game done inside like five streams, maybe fewer than that. How many? Um, I don't know. Probably (laughs) closer to 10. More than five. More than five. I got to what I thought would be the last stream. I was like, guys, we got it today. It was three more full streams. How many, how long were the streams though? Three Usually hours? I have about three hours per stream. Wow. So 10 at three hours, that's a 30 hour game. That makes sense. Yeah. No, there that makes sense. There were two moments spread out over a, about a week and a half where I was lost for about an hour, both times where I was literally like, <laughs> I don't know where to go next. I don't mm. know what to do next. Mm. And they don't hold your hand at all. They do not tell you where to go or what to do. And... If you, I'm trying not to, because if you play this game, I'm trying not to mess with you on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you use conven- conventional game wisdom, and you're like, oh, I know how games work. This is what I have to do. You are led astray. Oh. Yes. Yep. So. Oh, I don't love that. They don't hold your hand at all. And mm. you can actually get yourself into trouble, I guess. Yeah, you can fuck way. up. Yeah. Okay, so it's almost like you have to kind of go against what you think might be the right thing. In some regards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or just think a little more critically. Like, not everything on the surface is as it appears. Ooh. Um, Juice, let me show you. I have in front mm. of me. This is the level of puzzles that we have. You will go through and you will make notes Ooh, don't know if I'm that involved. Uh, you might not be. The final puzzle required me to make this. For those of you that can't see because you're listening and this is a podcast, uh, can I see it again so I can describe it? 
Go ahead. It is um one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three. It is ten uh twenty-five. Twenty thank you, twenty-five squares. Yeah. Uh each square is a different um group of 90 degree angle shapes uh mostly oblongy kind of shapes but they're all with a 90 degree angle uh and there's numbers on top of them and i don't understand a goddamn thing about what i'm seeing but i spent about an hour and a half doing that yesterday Mm. and Mm -hmm. let me tell you it was not visually engaging to have been done on stream i literally was like cool you guys are going to see the top of my head for a bit now as i look down this what I just showed you is mm-hmm. a uh, is an answer to one of the final puzzles. It was over 100 entries on a controller to do properly. The I hate that. puzzles are intense. They don't they don't direct you. They don't guide you. You have to you have to stumble upon the existence of these puzzles. That mm. in itself is almost a puzzle. Then mm. you have to f- figure it out pretty much by by trial and error, by just simple discovery. And yeah, you can spend a lot of time doing things wrong. <laughs> now, is this a point A to point B kind of thing, or is there side quests? Um, pretty much point A to point B. I'll say the only side quest is they have secret items that you can collect all of. They're okay. not necessary, though. They're like totems, like... They're like for a hundred percent kind of person. Yeah, the okay. first one I got looked like the mascot from the Pringles can. Nice as a three D golden model that rotated. It was cool. Three D three D Pringles can. Yeah, I love that. So again, there's more pu- way more puzzles than I expected. I think more puzzles mm-hmm. than most people are expecting. When you are selling a game, you can mention there's puzzles, but when you're showing gameplay. You can't really show puzzles, especially as I discovered streaming this. So much of the puzzles are not visually displayed. It happens in your controller, in your hands. So if I'm the marketing team trying to make this game, you know, viable for people to to want to go out and buy and play, I'm not showing them the puzzles. I'm showing Mm -hmm. them the art style. We're showing off the music. We're showing the combat. We're showing the different creatures, little cutie, aggressive creatures that you're interacting with. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how you're selling the game. So I think it's reasonable to expect that most people playing this game do not expect that level of of puzzle reliance. Puzzle, puzzle, puzzle up Pardon? I was trying to think of a word to describe like uh, okay. uh, an abundance of puzzles. Sure. Puzzle a palooza. Um, yeah, that's a better one. Puzzle palooza. Yeah, you wouldn't sure. expect the amount of puzzle paloozas. Yep. Yep, yeah, that's good. That feels good. That feels good. I'll edit that so that rules that's seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First Yeah, time. totally. I know you will. <laughs> uh he's not gonna edit it. Do you listen to our podcast? I don't listen to any of the podcasts I'm a part of. You haven't listened to a single episode of ours. If it makes you feel better, I haven't listened to a single episode of Semi Qualified Queens either, or a single episode of any podcast that I've ever guested on. That does not make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, my thing is, is like, I was there in the moment. I know it happened. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Do you? I listened to the first, like, probably five, maybe 10 episodes after the fact. Yeah. But like, I listened to it because I edit them. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, no, we have an editor. We spend lots of money on them. They're great. Hi, Anthony. Hi. No, Anthony's your other guy, isn't it? 
Yeah, he's my other guy. Yeah, but he doesn't do ours. Let's not give him credit on this one. Name <laughs> someone else. Pick another uh, white boy name. Uh, Sebastian. Perfect. Are no. you think? Are you in your head? Are you picturing the crab or Winter Soldier? Uh, is the Winter Soldier's name Sebastian? Sebastian Stan is the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebastian Stan. Um, I'm gonna say the crab. I was actually just picking a random person named Sebastian, sure. but we'll say crab. When you say Under names, does, do you connect to like someone you know of that name? Like, I try not to go there. I try not to. I, I like obviously my brain automatically goes there, but I try not to do that. Sure. Right. When people have a child, I'm always. I think that naming that child is such a fascinating process mm. because in my head, I'm not going to name my child after. I'm Anyone not going to name know. my child right, but. Even if you're not naming it after them, if that name has a negative connotation, a negative connection yeah. to another human, you're not going to use that name. No, right? why would you? No, 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 no. Because then that name is always there and you're like, oh, fuck. Like there's this one girl, Alana, my mortal enemy. Sure. I've hated her for my whole life. Naturally. Never would I name. Never would I name a child Alana. Exactly. And since so many people on this earth are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> No what names. names do you have left? Apple. Juice. Juice. Yeah. Water bottle. Aquafina. That's already been done. Uh, oh, yeah, and she's racist. Is she? No. I never no, thought she we was... would lose that one. No, she's not racist. She just uses a black scent in most of her early career to um, get laughs. So it's almost like equating like black people to comedy. Hmm. It's a little minstrel. Sure. Yeah. So Tunic <laughs> is adorable. I will say this me, as well. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any bad things? Or tell me what you were gonna say. So let me let me make one point and then I'll give you the bad things. Okay. Thank so you. I was really fortunate and I and, and really grateful that during the time streaming this game, mm-hmm. I had people come in that were passionate fans of this game. Everyone I interacted with who was like, I love this game. I'm here because I love this game was super kind, super generous, super eager to help, but not break the immersion of the person playing it. Basically it's the Mm -hmm. type of game that once you've played it once all the way through, you cannot really experience it the same way again. So in that sense, a lot of people will enjoy watching streamers play that because they can see someone else explore it for the first time and have those same moments and and feelings. Right. Mm -hmm. So we had someone who came in named Jabber Rocky who came in and, and basically Uh uh, you know, they're a speed runner of the game and basically we're at most of the streams saying, if you need a little nudge, let me know. And that was mm-hmm. it. They're there and they were super supportive when I solved something on my own or if other people from the community had good suggestions, they were always there to engage. And it was in the last stream where I was like, I'm beating the game today. And they were like, no, you're not. I was uh-huh. like, I need to beat the game today. And they're like, okay, like, no, how much not. time do you have? And I was like, two and a half hours. And they basically like catered my last stream for me to be like, oh, okay, nice. I'm going to give you like, they didn't say it this way, but they're like, I'm going to basically give you 10 minutes to figure this out, or I'm going to give you a nudge. 
And occasionally I, I would just ask, I'd be like, I need a nudge. Can you just give me a little bit? And they would just tell me like a general direction to look or where to go um, and, and let me take it from there. So I will say that my experience with anyone in the community who loves this game um, was great. I, I, I really enjoyed that group of people. The one thing I'll say uh, as a negative for this game mm-hmm. is that it does not handhold you, which I've yes you said i that. need i need that in a game i don't mind um a little bit of difficulty a little bit of exploration but mm-hmm. i don't want to feel like i have no idea where i'm going i understand that this was the design of the game and it and it really informs the experience and gameplay of the people playing it but i just don't like feeling lost i get really yeah. frustrated i don't have a ton of extra time in my life and when I yeah. do sit sit down to try and engage with something that I love, I don't want to feel overly frustrated. It's different than a Dark Souls sense of like, I know where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to do. I just need to execute. I don't want the feeling on the other side of that of being, I don't know where I am or what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. 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 I get that. And I, I kind of understand too. That would be my biggest complaint is like, I need usually the game to kind of hold my hand a little tiny bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this, I think would be a fantastic game to play with a guide. I'm all about play games with guides. If they mm-hmm. enrich your, your experience and they're colorful and fun to look at, And, you know, it allows you to engage in conversations around that game because you're able to navigate it sooner and faster. Play with a guide. It will take away a lot of the problem solving of of the actual puzzles themselves. So -hmm. I would say the perfect way to do this is to use the guide to get you from point A to point B and then solve the puzzles on your own. And you use the guide as like a last result, like a last resort for the puzzle if you're just like dying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's fair. That's a fair kind of like assessment of like going um going into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Are you going to play this game? Probably. I think so. It sound it still is on my list. I still definitely have like a want for it. Um and even this review hasn't kind of pushed me away from it. I will say something that is holding me back is the hand-holding thing that making it a little bit more difficult but if it's something that i'm like i really want something that's really going to hold me for a really long time yeah then you know that would be a good one i think i think you would really enjoy it i think if you played it on stream you have community members who are eager to help you uh you got the smartest person we know ian 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 would just like would get you from point a to point b no problem um would help you with puzzles if you needed them um for the last puzzle, I was literally, again, the, the chicken scratch on the sheet in front of me. I was literally mm-hmm. like, have you guys seen me melt down like this in a while? Like it was like, it was very, it was frustrating, but rewarding in the end to get it right. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it did feel cool. I felt smart eventually after feeling stupid for a long time. <laughs> so I think it's great. I think it was a very, very good game. If you can mitigate the amount of time that you feel lost and you're wandering aimlessly by having a guide or having a friend or any of these things. I think this is a, an excellent game. How would you rate it? I'm going to give Tunic an 83 out of 92 cute little foxes named Fergus. That's what that I named so, Oh my God, his name is Fergus. That's what I named him. Oh, he doesn't have a name. He might. I don't think so though. I think his name might be Tunic. You think that's his name? Yeah. 
I mean, I like Fergus. Hold on. Is this whole time his name's been Tunic and you've been calling him Fergus? If that's the case, I'm going to be upset. Oh, then don't look it up. As the Fox player character collects manual pages. Yeah, I don't think he's named. They're okay, named. so Fergus it is. Fergus it is. Fergus it is. I love that. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else? No, you should play this game. I think I think you would... I think if you don't finish this game, that would be fine. But I think there's at least a solid nine to 10 hours that you would really enjoy in this game. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another week of It's Dangerous to Go Alone. We really appreciate the support. Next week, we are going to be reviewing Detroit Become a Human because I just finished that one. And I'm super, super excited to talk about it because I had so much fun and it's great and awesome. And I really hope that Jackson picks it up in the in-between mm-hmm. time of us not talking about it versus talking about it. I don't know. Anyways, Jackson's going to tell you where you can find us on socials. <laughs> uh, we've been mostly posting lately folks to Instagram, Instagram, it danger pod. And we've been posting a lot of like stuff that we cut out of episodes. So if you want a little extra go there because it's stuff like that's disruptive to the flow or things that do not make sense in an audio podcast so you get a little extra you get a little yeah. taste of more it's like the little fun extra bits that yeah. you're not gonna hear online so watch the or watch those and then come on and hear us talk about tunic and balls it's true uh, we do. wait did we even talk about balls at all today no that's why i said it because we didn't talk about it yeah yet. it's hot nice. we sweated our balls off done, done. <laughs> also i picked up the uh dnd um player handbook i'm really excited mm-hmm. for that so mm-hmm. let's really find fun. time next week yes we'll get the girls together yes we'll talk through like ground rules house rules uh plans approaches we can get people if they aren't already familiar with dnd we'll get them a couple of resources like hey watch a few videos i'll i'll, I'll if you if you can put us all in a room i can Set us all you on the right foot. Set all I love that. I love when we have meetings when we're still recording. But thank you guys so much. <laughs> we'll chat with you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> well, now everyone knows about the meeting that we had. <laughs>